Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Podcast. I'm joined as always by my good buddy John. Hey John, pull up a stool. Hey Doug, just sitting here living my bad country life. Uh, my life is now consists of a bad country song. You know what the title of that bad country song is? On the road again. <laughs> no, it would be hit the e stop on the roller coaster that is my life. I want to get off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. I've got. I've got a wife with breast cancer. My washer machine died this week, and my dog has worms. I mean, uh, if that doesn't say country music song, I don't know what does. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it rains, it pours, brother. Now, did the dog go in the washing machine and ruin that? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. No, uh, you know how you you uh, talk about you grilling steaks for your dog and you're boiling chicken for your dog. Yes. And, you know your dog lives the high life. My uh, idiot of a dog really enjoys getting out in the backyard and finding cat poop. Oh uh, no! Uh, yes. That Please, is guys, if you're listening to the show now, pause for ten minutes if this bothers <laughs> you and come back because this isn't what you're signing up for. But this is called pub talk. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that is her uh, delectable mor- morsels of life. Little truffles, as she seems to think they are. And uh, no matter what we do, and we've got you know a stray cat or two around the neighborhood, she'll find them and she'll root them out and freaking consume them. And uh, oh Jesus, yeah, that's, not, that's not good for a dog's digestive health. No. So. So what you have to do, call the vet and get her some antibiotics? Yeah, she's got some medicine now and she's working through and she seems to be plugged up a little bit now so yes uh, hopefully it's working so but hey, god bless yeah. the only thing presley eats is me and brenda besides this regular food <laughs> i don't know if he ate enough of you you might give me worms dude so. he i'm high in protein buddy i'm high yeah, in protein. okay all right yeah but now he uh now he got shaved this week and uh, last week i told you and we've been feeding him benadryl for a week to stop him from itching yeah yeah i can see that yeah. Rash. yeah, yeah, he got shaved, and then the idiot, because of the air, he's not allowed to be outside, so he wants to sunbathe without no coat. We can't let him out there because he'll get sunburned. Yeah, 
So then he has yep. to yell at me twice a day to bring him in. Because he don't... <laughs> And it's weird. He knows he's not allowed out there. He'll go out and flop on the deck and look at me and goes, make me make me come in. And he don't want to be out there because I'll literally leave the kitchen now and he'll be at the door barking. He just acts like a tough guy. He don't want to be more than five feet away from us at any time. So, nope. So, but did you hear about, like, and, and I know our buddy Tommy and I was going to get on me. Did you see our little thing about our little tweet back and forth about Brady? No, no, I, no, 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 you know, uh, honestly, I don't know a lot of you. <laughs> there you go. Anyhow, I don't understand this, and tell me if I'm wrong. And again, we'll say this to begin with: Tom Brady is the best-looking, greatest athlete. The mo- he's the best ever. He's Tommy. I mean, literally, they should name all superheroes after him because he's the greatest ever, man. Even though I'm watching Joe Montana today against the Cowboys in. Uh, 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 they were replaying the catch game when Dwight Clark caught the ball in the back of the yeah, end zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm watching Joe Montana get body slammed like three times after he throws the ball and beat up and dived on and guys flopping on him and all. And you know when when you could actually hit a quarterback, you know that's why I think Montana's the greatest that ever played, in my opinion. But anyhow, I don't understand how the Dolphins. And I and but let me rephrase this. I understand how the Dolphins owner lost draft picks and lost everything he did and whatever. Like all, I understand all the fines against him, but I don't understand how Brady or Sean Payton didn't get fined because they were both under contract. Talking to Brady, even talked to the owner, and they were discussing about him having part ownership of the team, and he was signed by your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I don't understand how. This owner gets fined, but Brady and Sean Payton don't. Can you explain that one to me, John? No, no, I can't explain that one to you, but I can't understand. How, I personally don't expl- understand how Sean Payton didn't get more trouble back when he did the uh, 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 bounty gate where he paid players to go out and hurt other players. I don't understand why he didn't get more trouble than he did with that. Well, the so, reason I, he got away with that was because the defensive coordinator is the one that was actually did it. He should have been held responsible with him, but actually their defensive coordinator, he's been known for that with every team he's gone to because he actually left there and he went to the Rams. and He's he's bounced from place to place even after that now, John. But I get what you're yeah, saying. I mean, uh, of all the things, you know, I mean, uh, gambling's not hurting anybody and everything else, uh, that's not really hurting anybody. To actually pay a player to go out and purposely try to hurt another player seems... Uh, probably about one of the worst things you can do in professional sports, but yeah. that's just me. So. Yeah, we've been through that here. We had uh, the bounty ball when uh, Buddy Ryan was coach. Any of the scabs that crossed over the line, he he put money out there to take them out when he had a coach. So I was well, I was all part of that. The Buddy Ryan was notorious for that. But yeah, uh, yeah I get the gambling, John. I do get the gambling. I mean on. And the reason I get the gambling is, and this is the reason why I get the whole gambling, and and basically on your sport it makes it even worse. But I remember when Charles Barkley lived here, right? And Charles Barkley had a made like Barkley could lose a million dollars at a hotel down in Vegas when he was you know over the years he's lost money. And the only reason I get that is a lot of these people in the casinos. Kind of are with the wrong people, and if you owe two hundred fifty thousand, and they say to you, "Well, maybe you only win this game by eight points," uh, I, I ain't saying you're going to do it, but it kind of makes you think about doing it. You get what I'm saying? 
I, I understand that, but if that's the stance that professional sports takes, then they need to cut again, go back to not having this uh, every time you go to a commercial break, uh, sports book, uh, this, and, uh, uh, you know, all these gambling fights but, that are advertised like crazy on their channels. But the athletes signed in the latest collective bargaining agreement. They get a cut of all the fantasy football. They get a cut of all that money that is generated. And they sign in their collective bargaining agreement that you can't gamble. I sign in mine that I'm not, pot is illegal in my state, but I'm not allowed to smoke it as a union member. It's part of my contract. It's kind of like, John, you can't drink and drive on your bus, can you? What? Exactly. Oh, what? Exactly. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. So there's part of it, but yeah, those athletes get part of that collecting bargaining agreement when they sign. They make money off all those websites. Fantasy Football, Madden, they cut into all that now. So they have nothing uh, to I, complain about. I, I'm not I'm not saying they have anything to complain about. I'm just saying that the NFL and other sports leagues are sending a mixed message where they're saying, well, they can't do it, but everybody else can. And then we're going to, we're going to advertise for it. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me that you're going to say that this is an illegal activity for your team members, but uh, everybody else is fine to do it. And as a matter of fact, we're going to advertise. It just seems uh, two faced to me. No, I, I hear you, but we, we will agree to disagree on that because it's it what feeds the... They know gambling's going on. It's part, But you can't tell me that if you're down like Arch Leister a couple million dollars, you won't throw a couple picks. No, probably. Yeah. Exactly. That it's, it, it, it's the integrity of the game. And also, if you're stupid enough to bet in your own name like Calvin Ridley, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't think any of these guys have bookies. I mean, come on. Yeah, or just just the idiot signed up to the account in his own name. I mean, put in your sister's name, your father's name. I mean, if you're that stupid, you deserve what you get, in my opinion. It's like if you get caught drinking and driving, you deserve it. You were stupid enough to do it. You know you've been drinking. Nobody for Unless somebody grabbed your head and poured it down you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... But no, I just don't understand why the man, that him and Sean Payton both didn't get fined. I am all for what the Dolphins did, and I and I get it. But he was under contract. I don't know how he could talk to the Dolphins about becoming part owner of the team. And I think our buddy Tommy was confused because he's telling me the Patriots already told me they didn't want him. No, this happened when he was with Tampa Bay. It was under contract for Tampa Bay. He was still talking to him. So yeah. the bottom line is, again, stay. I. I that's what you have agents for. You don't get on the phone personally, and and he was on the phone personally. Agent, let them get fined. But I don't know. We went to see Vincent Van Gogh last night, John, yesterday, John. Oh, very nice. How was it? It was awesome. Yeah, we did the Van Gogh exhibit at the Hard Rock Hotel, and it was really, really cool, John. It was a. Uh, it was totally different. Like, they had this room. Like, you know how Disney does the mapping on, on uh, all these rides now and on the buildings? Yeah. Well, they actually did the mapping inside the main theater of all his paintings. Oh, very cool. Yeah, like, you stood in this room for 40 minutes, 35, 40 minutes. First, there was a display of all some of his, like, art on these screens. It was all a digital thing that they had in this big ballroom. And you went through the first area where it was all digital and had all these letters from Van Gogh to his brother and on his paintings. And then you go through this waterfall area where his paintings are running down the waterfall and then they're appearing. 
And then the last part of it, you went into the main room, and it's a big room. It's probably, I don't know, the room's probably 100 by 50, John, big room, four walls, and then they have his paintings all the way around this room on every wall, and these two pillars have his paintings appearing, and then new paintings will wash over top of them. It was like, it was really, really cool. Yeah, me and Brenda had a really good time. It was different. It was well worth the 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, sounds pretty cool. So, so glad but, you had a good time. Yeah, Brenda enjoyed it. Then we left there and we went to, uh, we had tacos at Jose Garces, which was, it was good. It was okay. We've eaten there before. They changed some of the tacos. Nothing pisses me off more than when a restaurant has a go-to meal for you. The tacos they had, we loved them and then they changed them and they were good, but they weren't what we wanted, if you get one. You know what I mean? I, you know, I'm thinking of probably the uh, potato-crusted snapper at Flying Fish that everybody seemed to absolutely adore, but yet they took it off the menu. Yeah, which makes no sense. It, yep. it, it just, it, I don't know. And this, these had mahi-mahi fish. They had these fish tacos that were out of this world, and they're no longer there anymore. And that really aggravated me. But it was good, but it wasn't great but what made me mad is we did the restaurant serendipity my company did it in ocean and brenda we seen i said honey there's serendipity well she's and there's a serendipity restaurant in new york city you've heard of serendipity it was in a movie and all you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah. Yep. well she goes i wish we'd ate there i'm like well honey i said why didn't you she goes they only have ice i said no they don't have everything so she was a little disappointed now i got to take her back down to eat at serendipity <laughs> And, did it again. Yeah, and then we left there, walked back down the boards a little bit, and the Showbo Casino is no longer a casino. It hasn't been for years. But what they did is they made like a monster Dave and Buster's out of it, John. Oh, cool. Yeah, the whole bottom floor of this hotel, they still rent. It's still the Showboat. They still rent all the rooms out. It's a, it's a hotel, but it's no longer a hotel and casino. And they have this indoor go-kart track, which I'm going to get Tomator down there. We're going to go down and do some racing. I went in there because I wanted to see it. And then me and Brenda got a gift uh, a card because you got to – I put change in the machine and realized I was stupid because it doesn't take quarters. So I had to go get a card. Every one of them run off a card now, even the real old pinball machines. So we got a card, and me and Brenda were playing pinball and had a drink and hung out for like an hour. We ended up splitting two games apiece. We had a good time. She likes pinball, so we had a good time doing that. And then I still had like 10, 12 hours left on the card, so I took it over to these two girls. They were there with their mother, and I gave them the gift card. It was like I gave them a million dollars, John. Oh, nice of you. So, and I said, I'm going to go give this to a couple kids, and I seen them two. They were just getting ready to buy cards, if you follow me. So, I Yeah, said, that makes more sense than what I always did when I was at Disney, every time we stayed at a resort, I'd take JJ down to the uh, arcade. We'd play a couple of games, and I'd end up with a buck twenty-five or a buck fifty left on the card. And I'd say, "Well, I'm just going to keep it for next time." And then I, I think I went through my bag a couple of weeks ago, and I got like six of those in there with a dollar fifty or dollar <laughs> quarter left on them. Yeah, I should have just given them away. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's an idea because I don't know where we're we're talking about going back down because we want to also go eat at that Angelina's Michael Michael Simon's. Uh, restaurant because brenda really likes him and we did that restaurant a few years ago and so we're thinking about going back down but i said let me get the car to give it i like doing stuff like that it made those girls day you know what i mean and it shows gives a little faith in humanity that there are good people out there still i think even though they don't know me very well but they probably thought i was a nice guy when i left (laughs) 
Now, now look who's uh, hoity-toity this week. Going to Vincent Van Gogh, talking about eating at Serendipity and Angelinos. I mean, wow. Yeah, who's hoity-toity now there, Mr. Davis? I'm trying to join the Judas and, and uh, Robbie Highfalutin Club. Oh, okay. All right. Ro you're rootin' tootin', and I'm highfalutin'. <laughs> you started off the show being rootin' tootin', a good old cowboy story, and now I'm a highfalutin' story. Okay. So together we're rootin' tootin' and highfalutin'. So, and did you did you see? Uh, I had another thing going on too because uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, James Franco, right? There's a thing going on that he's going to be playing Fidel Castro. Did you hear about this in a movie? No, no, interesting. Yeah, and everybody's going up in arms about because James Franco is not of the Lat Latino descent, and why would he be playing uh, Castro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Doug had to stick his two cents in and go, well, why the hell is Johnny Depp playing an American Indian? <laughs> kind of fired some people up, John. <laughs> But am uh, I wrong? You, you, you firing somebody up? Yeah. Yeah. Now they're trying to make excuses for the guy being from Kentucky, saying he has some kind of thing wrong with him that made him speak British. Now, I <laughs> I have never seen a man get apologized for in my life. Except for Tom Brady. I have never seen a man get apologized more for in my life than Johnny Depp. There's a, uh, he has a, 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 some kind of sickness or something they're saying that I read up on that makes him speak British, John. Makes you speak British. Yeah. I, 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 Interesting. After I read that, I said, uh, there's, this man could do no wrong. Everybody would uh, stick up for him. I just think he speaks British because he's a moron. So, and now let me get in the last bit of my trouble, John, this week. Our nice little, our friend who was mad at me for calling Disney resort guest idiots, John. I don't think she was mad at you. No, she was she's just, a uh, sweetheart. Hey, dude, I appreciate her so much for listening to me, for being involved with our show. She can call me an idiot or anything she wants. I appreciate wholeheartedly that she listens every week. We got in a discussion about it. It was Jody Keller. She's a longtime listener, and we thank you, and she's a friend of the show. And I want everybody to reach out to me. Sincerely, I really don't hate anybody. I love everybody that listens to this show. I, I just truly, I don't know how else to explain it, that you, Disney can do all these things to you, and you still be idiotic enough to go spend the money. I don't understand it. That's the part that I'm trying to say. I, I, I just can't explain it to myself. I don't understand it, John. I don't understand why there's not more of an uproar is what my problem is. I, I, I will not go and pay an extra 60 I will not pay $60 on top of my stay. Like for me, Brenda, and if I'm with Jimmy or you understand mom, and there's because I go down with the girls a lot, I will not pay an extra 60 to $80 to get on Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, the Rise of Resistance or Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sorry. And I would feel like an idiot if I did that, John. That's just me. After paying $480 or $500 to get the four of us in the park. Don't you? Yeah, and, and, and I understand where you're coming from, but a lot of people, uh, you know, they haven't been to Disney World 30 times, 50 times like you have, and uh, 
they will, uh, you know, they go once every three years and, and obviously they have enough money to do it. So it doesn't, it's no skin off their nose if they're going to pay for it. They'd but, rather pay for it and be able to say they did it. But it's know? only Disney, John. And this is my argument why I say idiot. I guarantee the same person went to a car dealership. Let's say you buy a car every four years. I guarantee if they went there uh, last, a few weeks ago and the car was, say, $22,400. And they go back the following week or whatever and say, I want the car. And the guy goes, well, we're really busy right now. We want $26,000 for the car. Do you think that he's going to, if he buys it, he's an idiot, in my opinion. But but I think the guy would have a problem with that, don't you? It seems yeah, like but... Disney's the only one that could get away with it. If their cable bill goes up, the same people, like $3 in a month, they're fl- in a year, they're flipping out. I know these people. I book trips for these people. For some reason, when it comes to Disney, people become idiotic, and I don't understand it. Do you, do you get my reasoning what I'm saying to you? I, I, I do, Doug, but again, Disney is a frivolous little thing that we do for fun. I mean, it, it's not a necessary item. Uh, a car that you go buy is, is probably necessary. Uh, groceries are certainly necessary, and I can understand how people get much more upset over the price of uh of uh, me stopping and getting a pound of ground beef on the way home, then I really don't care what Disney charges because I can't go right now anyway. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, so groceries and gas mean a lot more to me than Disney charging somebody. So, now I know. have the same people bitching when they go to the Jersey Shore that they have to pay for a beach tag. Well, why are you bitching about the beach tag and you're not bitching about Lightning Lane? That's what my point is. Like any other frivolous thing they do, John. Go to the Phillies game. I have a couple that just went to the Phillies game. I'm like, to them, why aren't you bitching about paying $15 for a beer? But you'll, you, but you won't. They'll bitch about that, but they won't be bitch about saying paying $15 for a beer at Disney. I don't understand how Disney. It's like for some reason, they're the Tom Brady of entertainment. They get a free ride on anything they do. They could get caught cheating, robbing, stealing, do whatever it takes because they're considered the best. Apparently, that's what you get away with, John. I'm a Floridian. What is this beach tag thing you speak of? Exactly. Now, <laughs> no, I don't know. What is a beach tag? What is it? Well, no, what a beach tag is, John, you're not allowed on the beach unless you buy a beach tag, John. How much is that? It, uh, I Don't quote me on this because a lot of people buy them seasonal. They'll pay $60, yeah. $80 for a season, and when they rent the house out, they'll have so many beach tags. But I think it's like anywhere between... Uh, and I could be wrong because different beaches have different prices. Anywhere between five and ten dollars a day, just like to lay on your beach. You have, to, you have to, you have to pay to go to the beach. Yeah, and if you don't pay to go on the beach, you get a ticket. That'd be enough to drive me out of uh, the state to begin with. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and no offense to New Jersey, no offense. Plenty of it. I'm Give all the sure offense you want to New Jersey. We're, uh, we're I'm pretty crap sure uh, Florida beaches are every bit as nice as your beaches up there, and. I, I know several beaches where I can park right on the beach and literally walk ten feet, and I'm on a on a on a beautiful uh, <laughs> beautiful coastline, and I don't have to pay a dime. So yeah, well, I'll, dude, I'll if, if you want to drive on the beach here in New Jersey, there's certain areas like Brigantine and stuff like that. You got to pay a couple hundred dollars for a beach buggy permit. Uh, New Smyrna and Daytona, you can still drive on Volusia County, certain areas, uh, not very much anymore, but um, there are certain. You can drive there, and I think it right now is probably $20, 25 bucks for a day. Yeah. Um, to, to actually park on the beach, but trying to get rid of the most of that, I totally understand because uh, a lot of sea turtle 
hatchlings yeah. get killed underneath car tires. So, I don't think anybody should drive on the beach except for lifeguards, cops, and security. I don't need to drive on the beach. Yeah, it's not necessary as long as there's enough parks where you can park and, and walk to where you need to get to. Anyhow, that, that makes them more secluded. If you have to walk half a mile to get somewhere, it's not going to be nearly as crowded. You know? yeah. so. But I hear it everywhere we go. I get it from... Uh, when I book a trip anywhere else, I get it with the airlines. Why do I got to pay $25 extra? I have a ticket. Why do I got to reserve a seat? I got to fight about all that. And then I'll hear the same guy come home and, yeah, I bought Lightning Lane. It wasn't a problem. But you just yelled at me for $100 for your seats on the airplane. Am I, am, but am I wrong, John? Like, well, well, then you should have no problem paying the extra 100 bucks to reserve your seat each way. Am I wrong? If you're paying convenience fees. Yeah, but don't yell at me for everything everything but that. That's why I call them idiots. And I'm sorry. I love all you guys. I really appreciate the email. And believe me, Jody, you can be mad at me, and I understand where you're coming from. It's just I've been doing this show for 12 years, uh, since 2012, 10 years now we've been doing this, John, going on 11. I love it. That's why I'm still doing it because of how much I love it, but... I just don't understand how they're getting away with more and more and giving less and less. It's just it, that that's why I say idiots. That's all. And they're at a cult of Bob Iger and Bob Chakovy. There's some kind of cult that was formed in the last five years. I'm not sure it is. I don't know if they drug us when we're going through the gates to try. And my immune is more than most people's, John, maybe? I don't know. But... One of the happy thoughts of today was John woke me up this morning, which you actually did, <laughs> but I was okay with it. All right, well you gotta you gotta turn off your alerts because uh, that's I'm going to work. So. No, that's fine. It didn't bother me at all. You can do it anytime you want. But John woke me up, surprised me, gave me a love letter this morning. He called it the Davis route. He had Epcot, the Riverside. That really made my day, John. Calling it the Davis route. Little warm spot in your heart, did it? Yes, it did. Brenda goes, how cute. I said, my little buddy loves me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what happened after after I got that. Uh, I wrote it all up and sent you the text. And Pat, our buddy Pat Gennetti is down here, and he's contacted me. Uh, trying to run into him, but he was at Animal Kingdom today, so it did work out. Um, but he's going to be here until Saturday. So hopefully we can run into each other. But uh, so I got all that set up, and then I go out to my boss. The battery's dead, so <laughs> I had to call the the mechanic, and he comes out. And he jumps the jumps the bus. That takes about twenty minutes. So um, I missed the first run. Then I get the bus, it, and do the free trip. I'm I'm good to go. I leave, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know something, Doug. Here, if you ever see a bus rolling around on property that has Reedy Creek on the marquee. Yes. Instead of uh, Animal Kingdom or Port Orleans or anything else, that is supposedly our emergency um, response. So supposedly that's only supposed to come up in an emergency situation where Reedy Creek um, and, or, and or Osceola County needs to respond to your bus in an emergency situation. Um, so that however, means the the, the the explain a little more is there could be a shady character on your bus and that's the way of you uh -huh. saying there's somebody on your bus yep. that shouldn't be or is causing yeah. trouble. And that way you can kind of uh, let everybody else know without letting them know. Yeah. You know, so 
um, because you can't see the marquee from the inside of the bus anyway. So, but if only um, Keanu but, Reeves and Sandra Bullock would have had that in speed, <laughs> it would have made life so much simpler. Wouldn't yes, it, it would have. But uh, but anyway, so so it's a good idea. It really is. But don't put it as the reset of the marquee when your battery on your bus goes dead. So every time there's a dead battery, and there's almost a dead battery every day, it's just because we run so many buses, batteries are going to go dead. Um, they have to reset it, and if they forget, the mechanic and the driver both forget to uh, uh, reset the system, well, guess what? Reedy Creek pops up on your, <laughs> on your marquee, and you're just tooling around going to Port Orleans, and all of a sudden you realize, oh, crap. <laughs> so, uh, so I had to drive uh, again. So then I missed the second route. I had to drive over to the mechanic shop to get them to, to blank out the marquee. And it's so common now with people doing that that nobody even really thinks twice. Now it's so, like the car alarm going off. Nobody's even paying yeah. attention to it. Yeah, yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose. So, hey, Doug, yeah. they just robbed my car. I, I, you, it goes off every day, dude. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like me at the house hearing gunshots. My neighbor has a gun range down the street. I, I, I keep telling Lisa and JJ, if a cop ever came over and say, what time did you hear the gunshots? Well, which set are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we hear them all day. So. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. so I missed the first two runs uh, messing around with my bus, but I... I got them done, so ended up uh, doing Port Orleans to uh, Epcot. So I was looking for Doug and, and Brenda, but I never saw him. So. Do you know what the sad part is? You'll never get that run when we're down there next to stay. I know, I know, I know. It won't happen. Yeah, we're going to have to go all the way over to Animal Kingdom Lodge or Sports All-Star Sports or something to catch the bus. Uh, well, I mean, it's the same thing. The last five days in a row, I've started every day running out of Animal Kingdom. Of course, today Pat Janetti's over at Animal Kingdom, and I don't go anywhere near the place. So, that Murphy, the- that Murphy's a prick, isn't he? Murphy's Law. He never comes through for us. <laughs> it never works out. Never works out. No, but anyhow, now it, it, hopefully you catch up with Pat. I'd like to see you guys hook up. I'd like to have a nice heartwarming picture of you two. It would be cool. Yeah, I would. I mean, out of everybody that, that I've ran into, he's one guy that I've never met uh, face-to-face. So it would be interesting to, to finally meet him. So. Yeah, well, hopefully you guys do get the hook up. He's a nice guy. He was text- He actually texted me for my birthday this week, so it was very nice. And that's the other thing I wanted to say. Thanks to everyone who wished this old idiot happy birthday. <laughs> Look, he calls himself one, too. Yes. So there you go. Yes. It, yeah, it was nice, dude. It's it's shocking how many people reach out to you. It's it's nice to know I'm actually loved, even though I'm a pain in the ass, John. You know what I mean? How do you feel to be finally drinking age now? Yeah, double nickels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I think thinking 21. But yeah, no, I'm 55, dude. I, I'm old scotch is what I am at this point. <laughs> That's very valuable scotch at 55. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a 55-year-old scotch right now, John. I'm an old man. But no, it was really nice. Yeah, you got, I got, dude, I, I'm over $1,000 in uh, Disney gift cards. I think I'm at 1100 and some. I'm ready to go, John. Look at you. Yeah, I got Disney gift cards. I got a bunch of Carhartt stuff for work. It was nice. I got uh, I got all I got some Nike gift cards. I, I got a beautiful cupcake cake my wife got me, which was very nice. And I... I got a bunch of Disney odds and ends. It was a very nice birthday. We had some good food. We ordered from my local Japanese restaurant, which was really good. I got my udon noodles. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I love them. And she threw me in uh, some free dumplings and some free uh, 
which we call it uh, vegetable uh, spring rolls, which were awesome. Nice. So, yeah, my girl there at the uh, Japanese restaurant, Shogun, she loves me. Every time I go there, she and she gave us free oysters. I don't know what she was trying to tell me, but she gave us free oh, fried hey oysters. She goes, it was it was sweet. She goes, I give you free. I was like, no, you don't have to. But she gave me free. She's a sweetheart. Could be that I tip her kids five to ten bucks even for pickup every time too, John. <laughs> but no, it, uh, it was a nice birthday week. You texted me. Everybody reached out to me. It was very nice. Everybody wished me happy birthday. Judith and Tommy called me. So I'm sorry about picking on Brady so much. I know you. I love you guys. I just, I yeah, you know, he gets under my skin. I can't help it, dude. I can't help myself, can I, John? Oh, wait till he's an announcer. Oh, dude, I will be, I will be streaming on Sirius those games. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh, 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 I mean, he's gonna. I mean, he. He could be the worst announcer in the world, and Tommy and Judas will be replaying it. They'll be it'd be like their love song in their car. Listen, they're gonna re- read. They're probably gonna record all his broadcasts just to re-listen to him as they drive every day. Listen to the way I'll Tommy the says. Patriots, I know they will. Listen to the way Tommy says first and ten. I've never heard it like that before. Oh my God! The way the guy dropped back and passed. Did you hear the way Tommy said the route that he ran? It was so amazing. Oh my goodness. All right, Judas and Tommy, that is uh, Doug. That's, that's <laughs> Doug. John thinks Tom Brady's a great guy. He really is. That's, uh, you know. <laughs> and thinking of other things, think, speaking of other things that piss me off, I got live streams going on right now. And the first thing I see, John, is the pumpkins at the train station already. <laughs> happy Halloween. I, I just want to bang my head on the mic, John, when I see that. It's like. How is Halloween in August, dude? And and again, this is where the idiot comes. I don't get paying a hundred some dollars to go to a Halloween party in August, John. It's ninety some. Is Halloween ninety? It's ninety what four degrees? You guys are dealing with right down there now. Actually, yes, I've had plenty of Halloweens that were ninety four degrees. So we can't quantify it that way. Yeah, is but, it in August? Yeah, no, it's just the whole no, deal. But but yeah, no, the temperature that has nothing to do with the way we celebrate Halloween in freaking uh, Florida. I got a couple where it was probably 65, but yeah, as a kid, I remember trick-or-treating and having to wear shorts. So, <laughs> yeah. No, but again, I know I'm an idiot myself. So it's an endearing thing. If you belong to the club in some way, shape, or form, everybody in my life has been called that. It's endearing to them. <laughs> Have I, if I call you an idiot, you know I love you, John. How's that? I, I thought I kind of thought it was a term of endearment, you know. Well, I gotta care enough about you to even call you that. Yeah, you know what you I'm go. saying? Yeah. My, my mother called me AP. I knew it was it was endearing to her. You know what AP stands for? Uh, I would say uh, uh, I'm not sure what. Agitating prick is what my mom called me. On. <laughs> <laughs> my wife still calls me that to this day because my mother, when she first met her, she goes, "So you're in love with this AP?" And my mom goes, <laughs> "So it goes back a long ways." Every time I get in trouble around here, my wife goes, "You're being an AP." <laughs> and so I've been called worse by people who love me even more. So <laughs> there you go. Oh, but there's been more news going on this week, John. I just forget half of it. I got to start writing down more and more. But there's another thing I want to do real quick, John. There's a, another podcast I listen to. You listen to any fantasy football podcast? 
Uh, no. Well, we can honestly say we've had enough crap stolen from us. Uh, can we say we, we know for a fact we've had things that we've do on this show that were used by other shows, and I, I, I'm not mad at it, but we're said here first that we're taken over by other shows that I know heard it. You know what I'm talking about, John. So there's yeah. a fantasy football podcast I listen to. It's called The Fantasy Focus. And they have a game a, a game they play. They're doing it right now. It's called Double, Double Trouble, Double, Double Trouble. They do they cover two teams each week until kickoff of the season. So I'm going to start it today. We're going to start doing a Double Trouble to try to have some positive stuff on the show. How's that sound, John? All right, sure. Sounds like a winner. Well, you know nothing about this. I'm bringing it up to you now. Indeed. So I'll start it off. We'll start in the Magic Kingdom. What I'm going to do is we're going to talk about either two rides, two attra- two attractions or rides, two restaurants or two shows, two of anything. I'm just going to bring up two things, and then we're going to wax poetically, good or bad about it. How does that sound? Do it. So for Double Trouble today is I'm going to bring up the first ride I ever went on. What is your thoughts today about It's a Small World, John? Creepy. <laughs> so you're going to short off, start it off negative, right, John? Not necessarily negative, I understand. I mean, uh, uh, when I was in the Navy, I bought a uh, Mickey Mouse watch that uh, played It's a Small World. Uh, that was the uh, alarm on it. So it, I, I I can enjoy the song for brief bouts of time. Um, but the dolls, dolls have always given me the creeps. Um, dolls, clowns, all that type of stuff is always. Clowns do me. Clowns creep me out. Oh man, I can't stand clowns. But I mean, for example, my mom before she passed away had uh, a baby bed in her living room, and she had baby dolls, somewhat close replicas of all of her children as children, uh, of all of her children as babies. Uh, so when my mom passed away, my sister wanted to give me um, the one that was supposed to be the replica of me. And I didn't. Now I'm losing you during this. You didn't what? It, you didn't what? What's that now? I got you all the way up to you got the doll and you said you didn't want what? Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I, it's not, it's not me. I can't, I can't take it. And so. That offended my sister, and she stayed mad at me for about five years over it. Oh, um, Jesus. So, yeah, I'm not a – yeah, and they creep me out. And so um, – What if you really did something bad? Would it be a lifelong ban or what? I mean, that's a long time for over a doll. So as usual, Johnny, you drifted off into that wild mountain range, and we were talking about your sister and your doll. And I was curious, like, why you at the end you were like, why you didn't want it? Why? Why what? Why you didn't want the doll? Like you got in trouble oh. for five years. So and yeah, I said, what, yeah. what would happen if you really did something wrong? Yeah, well, uh, uh, probably a lifelong ban. I would never. Uh, she'd never talk to me again. So yeah, my the, some of my family is very very sensitive uh, as. Uh, Doug's phraseology might be they get very butt hurt over the <laughs> slightest uh, little bit of things. So, um, but yeah, it, it creeped me out. And in hindsight, I guess I should have just taken it because it wouldn't hurt her. It wouldn't have done anything to me and it wouldn't hurt her feelings. But I thought for, you know, she would want it. You know, I mean, you keep it, Linda. It's not mine. So, but anyway, so, but yeah, so because of that, uh, dolls have always creeped me out. 
uh, small world has always kind of given me the willies. I go on it just because it's a, cl- a Disney classic, but uh, it's not my favorite attraction. <laughs> so. No, I, I don't know why Lisa just didn't take it to put pins in it and do voodoo on you. <laughs> anytime you got really out of line, out. anytime you got out of line, take the doll's arm and put it behind its back and <laughs> pluck yeah, that, it. That would really creep me out. Yeah, pluck it in the knee. <laughs> oh, my knee's killing me. But no, I uh, I I love it because it was the first ride I ever went on, and I I I wish we could come to World Unity like it is on that ride, don't you, John? Where everybody <laughs> just sang and got along. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it really be nice? Like, yeah. All right, well, uh, I'll. Do you know some of the little sea, or at least one of the uh, so-called secrets? You're you're muffling yourself with that phone thing. Go ahead. One of the little secrets is what? Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it on the show. I might have to tell you after the show. Okay, it's that bad, huh? Yeah, it's uh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about. So, yeah, we can't talk about that on the show. <laughs> but well, any, then you do know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You do know what I'm talking about. So, yes, yeah. but no, yeah, I I really love Brenda took me on that. Yeah. Yeah, Brenda took me on that first when we got to Disney. So, that's always had a special spot in my heart. You know, I, I love the dolls. I love. What I like about it is, is, uh, I, I've been on it. I can't. I don't even know how many times. But every time I'm on it, I do notice something new and different that I didn't see before. Because you got you got to have eyes in all four all all four sides of your head to be able to see what's going on. You need back of your head, in your ears, and in front to be able to see every doll in that ride to take it all in. Am I wrong? Yeah, and I mean, I I really have appreciation for the costumes and stuff like that because Mary Blair did a lot of research and stuff like that to come up with the designs and all the costumes, and I appreciate all that. It's just the doll's eyes, man. I I, it just, I can't do it. So, well, creepy, creepy, creepy. I kind of hear you, but I, all right, so uh, I enjoy it. Where was the uh, uh, small world? Uh, where was that unveiled at? The World's Fair in New York City. All right, and who was the original sponsor? Uh, Nabisco. You were so close. We mentioned them earlier in the show, Pepsi. Pepsi? Okay. Yep, yep, Pepsi was the original sponsor at the World's Fair in 1964, 65. So that's what I would, honestly, to digress a bit like we always do, I wish we still had World's Fairs. Yeah, so do I, and I wish somebody like Walt Disney was part of them. No kidding. Can you imagine seeing some of the stuff that that, that 64, 65 World's Fair must have just been amazing? I mean, it must have been something to behold. Hey, <laughs> it's a small world, Carousel Progress, Lincoln. Yeah, and then there was that, uh, the, what eventually became the World of Motion at uh, um, Epcot. Uh, the Tower, or there was the, the Tower of the Winds. Um, that was a, a thing, and then there was... A, it was almost like a World of Motion exhibit, but it was actual cars um, on a chain link belt that went through a bunch of stuff. And so there was all these, I think it was Chevy, and you know, all these different General Motors cars that were that you'd get into and they'd take and tote you around. So, I mean, just uh, really cool stuff, you know? So. No, I, I would love a World's Fair, dude. I don't like our local carnivals, though, but I would love a World's Fair no. somewhere. <laughs> No, I remember going to affairs as a child, especially growing up here in Orlando, and I'm like, yeah, yuck. 
yeah. you can imagine, you know, you go to Disney World five times as a kid, and then mom takes you to the Central Florida Fair. So. Yeah, first first ride you hop on, you got you got bubble gum on your butt and on your hands. Yeah, and you got to buy tickets, yeah. and yeah, and, and well, there's, you there's people buy... yelling at you. So. Yeah, the sad part is you're starting to have to buy tickets after tickets now, too. <laughs> But now and so and what other ride, John? I'll let you name a double trouble. We'll do two each week so we can actually talk some nice stuff. How's that sound? You pick one in the Magic Kingdom now. All right, I'll pick one that I'm pretty sure uh, Doug's gonna. And this is uh, not a local. I'm gonna say you're gonna you're gonna be hard pressed to find something you like about this ride. Oh, Jesus. Expedition Everest is over at Animal Kingdom, John. No, we're staying in the Magic Kingdom. Tomorrowland Speedway. Uh, I I love the Tomorrowland Speedway as far as what it stands for, what it began from. I appreciate it for what Walt was all about with making it and everything. I think it's cool. But I just think with everything that Disney stands for, it's the most hypocritical ride in the park. <laughs> But I get why it's cool. Like, seeing fathers and their kids or mothers and their kids on that for the first time. And and that free that Speedway is probably one of the first times your kids ever drive. Am I wrong? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why it all is held a special place for me. I remember riding on it with my mom, and then I remember riding on it with JJ. So, you know, I mean, that, that, that is a special, special thing. So um, You're muffling yourself again, Johnny. Go ahead. I, I remember riding it on with my mom, and I couldn't even... Uh, you know, push the pedal down. So she had to push the pedal while I steered, and I had to do the same thing for JJ when he was young. So no, nah, that so. is that is awesome. I mean, the last yeah. time I think it was back when Jimmy was the only time. You know what I'm saying? It's like I I appreciate it being there though. It's kind of how can I put it? I don't hate it. I hate it for Disney making me go to plastic bags and telling me they're all about the environment and everything else like that. Then they're gonna run that in there, which I think it should stay really myself the way it is because you know i love the nostalgia of disney and it's kind of like the train there's nothing like hearing <laughs> as you're walking by all day am i wrong yeah it, it would be nice if they could figure out a way to take it to propane natural gas or uh even electric cars it yeah could, you could it could put electric cars in there and make that sound you know i mean they, they do have uh as you walk by, all that revving that you hear and, and brakes and uh, uh, cars taking off is all fake anyway. So yes. they already have some music uh, or some sound effects uh, piped in. So I know uh, for a fact it's not the favorite attraction for cast members to work, uh, or at least a lot of them, because you can imagine what that's got to be like in the middle of an afternoon in August. Yeah, well, I'm surprised they don't make them wear respirators, John. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, not being smart, I don't think they should because they wouldn't. But wouldn't. But it is uh, smelling those fumes all day is not fun. Smelling those fumes, ninety-six degrees, uh, no shade, oops, not not fun, not fun at all. But I do love the. I love what it stands for. I love how long it's been there. I, it, it, like I don't think the park would be the same without it. Do you? Mm, I don't know. There's more of a nostalgic effect. I mean, really, I'm attached to it, obviously, because of memories. But there's more of a nostalgia factor with it within Disneyland because it was one of the original attractions called Autotopia and all that whole bit. But I don't know. I mean, it's a huge footprint. You know, it's much like Tomorrowland or uh, Tom Sawyer's Island. 
what you could put in that area if they did do something else, you know? Well, no, it, it takes up so much space, yep. you know what I mean? That That's the deal. But, I I mean, t- 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 without the Tomorrowlands, it does, it is a people, when it's running properly, it does eat some people up, though, to Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's, a, I mean, you know, not even a first chance for children to drive, but a lot of times a first uh, chance to even get to drive a go-kart or anything like a go-kart. So, uh, it, it, and it, I, it's, it's probably a, uh, uh, a momentous, uh, moment for a lot of children. So. Oh, I, I, and it's one of the rides that the kids get the most excited about when I'm around. If you know, they're, they're they're standing in line all excited. And the other thing I will give Disney credit for: those cars always look good. They're always clean, washed, and look good every day you go there. I mean, I've been to a lot of parks where the cars look like they had a bomb blow off on them. You know what I'm saying? I do give Disney credit; they do keep them in good shape. Yeah, yeah, they look like they get wiped down every night. And uh, obviously refueled every night. So, no, I really like them. I like the different and the different colors and all. I mean, I enjoy watching them go around. It is cool. I mean, it is. It's nostalgia. I, I, myself. If they do get rid of it, they better do something really, really good. That that's all. That's my opinion. But I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. Do you? No, no, I've heard no rumors at all about that. So, I, I enjoy uh, watching it too as I drive by, or as I ride by on the people mover way above it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you hear the as as you're going over. It's cool. But I have yep. me and Brenda have him on years. I mean, Jen and Scott are friends from the Happiest Vlog. They've rode it a few times together, and I thought it was really cool that, like, for some reason, me and Brenda's never, did, you know, it, it, it seemed we don't shoot to get on it but i think it would be a cool time to ride that at night you know what i mean it's cool at night on that yeah cool at night and cool in the uh, in the winter or the fall i think yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know uh, like i said two or three o'clock in the afternoon it's august is probably not the best time to ride no so. there's a big vapor barrier roaming around there yeah so but uh are you uh, what do you think you think double trouble is a good idea yeah let's do it yeah i mean it brings in a little bit of happiness to us john for the most part so next week we'll cover two more rides in the magic kingdom we'll get and we'll do you could do restaurant we'll we'll decide each week we'll do a double trouble though maybe do a double trouble with menus and talk about each restaurant what we think could change or what they don't need to change you know what i'm saying sounds, sounds good to me yep uh we've been talking about this you know, I've said some bad words, the I word, to start to show off about things. So, entertainment schedule for the 2022 Mickey Not So Scary Halloween Party. Uh, what do they have here, John? I'm seeing if that what they've added to it. Halloween rides at the Magic Kingdom schedule for 2022 Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. The park closes the guests on party nights at 6 p.m. with the event officially beginning at 7 p.m. Disney will refund all guests that didn't know that they were going to a party day and were screwed out of their money. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm paraphrasing, putting that in myself. Uh, your tickets allow you access to the Magic Kingdom from 4 p.m. If you arrive after 4 p.m., you'll receive a party wristband at the main entrance. For guests already in the parks, Wristband distrib- distribution can be found in Adventureland and Tomorrowland. I just see some lady at guest services in like a month going, but Doug said it on the podcast. 
no, I heard it. I need a <laughs> refund. He said I was going to get a refund. I hope to God it happens, John. <laughs> uh, I can see it. But you, even you have to admit, it's, it, it's kind of sucky that, you know, these parties are announced. And when these parties were announced, a lot of people could have already had reservations for that day. Do you think it's fair that they got to get kicked out of the park at 6 o'clock and more people are allowed in at 4 that they didn't plan on to get in front of them in front of Columbia Harbor House in Casey's Corner? I don't think it's fair to you. Now there's a lot of stuff that goes on at Walt Disney World that's not fair, Doug. If it were up to me, I'd just be able to get off of work today and go over to Hollywood Studios and get in line for uh, uh, Rise of the Resistance and ride it. I can't do it, so there you well, go. Well, that's I mean, totally not fair because when you took your job, that was part. See, John, see, you get it just as bad as the NFL players. I don't think it's fair. to They can't gamble, but you can't go to the park. I think you not going to the park is worse than a football player making $45 million a year that can't gamble on a football game. Yeah, 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 well, I can see that. I mean, it would be basically like the uh, football uh, player not being able to get his wife and his children into uh, the football game to watch him play. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I mean, that was one of the conditions of me taking that job out there was uh, to be able to go to the parks. I tried making reservations for tomorrow uh, for me and Lisa because I could I, at the time I couldn't find any shift for overtime shift. I couldn't find any freaking uh, reservations at all anywhere, not even Epcot. And so that was with our regular tickets, our main gate pass. Um, so I figured, all right, maybe that's blocked out. So I'll try. I use our comp tickets. Yeah, what the heck? Let's give it a shot. And I couldn't even get any comp tickets. Our comp tickets are supposed to not have any blockout dates, and they're supposed to be good all the time. So I couldn't find anything for that for any of the parks. And then I'm driving back into Epcot, and I look over there, and it says reservation still available. Yeah. So you're telling me that reservations are available for who now obviously not for me with my comp ticket so obviously i'm a lower tier than a whole lot of other people no and that's wrong and and but yeah I, I, it's 100 percent wrong and and that's why i i get on my high horse all the time because i think the cast members right now are by you not being out of go uh, uh like i'd be at my union hall screaming every day that my salary should be raised by three grand a year i see the, the problem is that that is definitely one of the conditions of why I got the job out there. Yes. That would be a condition of why you got the job out there. But there are five people that I go to work with every morning that couldn't give a rat's turd in the middle of July about them. They would happily uh, give away those uh, comp tickets to anybody that wanted them. They just don't care. Yeah. I, I know one guy who hasn't even been to Walt Disney World. I mean, he, he works out there and he gets paid. But he uh, has no interest whatsoever in going to any of the parks or any of the restaurants. Well, so, I, I would bet those people either give it to their family members or they nope. sell them those comp tickets for people to use them. No, he doesn't do any of that. He's uh, he just doesn't. He just does has no interest in Disney. He just figures it's a nice, easy job. So. Well, I asked him what he wants for his comp tickets, John. <laughs> that would get you fired. No, well, I, tell him your buddy Doug wants to know, not you. <laughs> Uh, Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular on Castle Stage, August and September. 8.35, 10.45, 12 a.m., 7.40, 8.35, 10.45, and 12. Then they got Disney's Not-So-Spooky Spectacular Fireworks Show at 10.15. The Parade is at 9.15 and 11.15. The Cadavers Dance Barbershop Quartet, they're on at 7, 7.45, 8.30, 9.50, and 10.30. And uh, 
that's about it, John. That's all the entertainment for the hundred and some dollar ticket. Yeah, but candy. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I'll go buy the kids bags and bags and bags for what you spent on that. I could give them a lifetime supply of candy for what those tickets cost. The year that me and Lisa went to the party, uh, we waited and got the pictures with the special characters. Because that's why I wanted to go to the parties was because there's characters out there you can't find anywhere else, right? So that's what we did. And then we got home, and she was upset that we didn't get any candy. I said, Lisa, I'll stop at Walmart and buy you a mixed bag <laughs> for five bucks, okay? Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> God. I, I can't. I can't get a picture with uh, you know uh, Jack Skellington at Walmart. I can't get a picture with uh, Elvis dressed as a ghost. A ghost. I mean, uh, Stitch as a ghost Elvis at Walmart. So I can get you a bag of candy at Walmart. So. There you go. Tell you what, this is a pretty good deal, John. More than a dozen dozen Disney Springs restaurants has teamed up with Circus Soleil to offer animated evenings. A special fixed menu available only to Circus. Uh, does a uh, draw to life ticket holders? So this is a pretty good deal, John. I think as part of the animated even evening, you can choose from ten Disney Springs restaurant with a prefix menu price at forty five per person. City Works and Poorhouse, Enzo's, House of Blues, J Lo and Jose Andres, Maria and Enzo's, Paradise Thirty Seven, Taste of America, Planet Hollywood, Raglan Road, Splitsville, and Terralina. And then for $65, you could choose the Edison, the Paddlefish, or Wolfgang Puck's Bar and Grill. Uh, view full menus here. Okay, I looked at the prices of the Wolfgang Puck's. I don't know why that would be 65 as opposed to because their menu wasn't that outrageous. So I understand Paddlefish, but... Wolfgang Puck's in the same category as Paddlefish. Well, let's see what Wolfgang... Oh, you're right there, dude. I love Wolfgang, but let's view yeah. the menu. I mean, they, they, still have, they still have pizzas on their menu and stuff like that. I'm not paying... I'm sorry. I'm not paying $65 for a... Well, let's see what they're offering here, Johnny, before you... You're always the angry one on Just this show. Just jumping the gun, ain't it? Come you're on. always the angry one on this show. Board an iconic steamboat on Lake Vuna Vista's Feast of Seasonal Seafood. Create a perfect meal when you order from each of the following categories. Uh, the first course, you can choose between fried green tomatoes, a wedge salad, or a ahi poke. I'm going with the fried green tomatoes, John. Am I wrong? Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, good ahi pokes, but uh, yeah, uh, fried green tomatoes, you can get... In Jersey, and I can get here, so oh. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with the Iopoke. Okay, the Iopoke poke is sweet black, sweet black soy, avocado, cucumber pickled, and on with a tortilla chip. Uh, and the fried green tomatoes are phenomenal. That's what I'm going with. Well, you can each get the poke, and we'll get the tomatoes, and we'll split them. How's that sound, John? Sounds good to me. Uh, the second course is your entree includes one glass of fire roses Sauvignon Blanc, John. You get the mahi with, with a caponata, salsa verde, and herb roasted potatoes. Catch it a day with couscous, garden vegetables, tropical fruit salsa, or peel and eat West Coast West Pink Shrimp, John. I'm going with the mahi. Mm, yeah, I think that sounds about the best. Okay. And then you get key lime pie, New York style cheesecake or cheesecake or golden anniversary flan. And this is the sixty five hours. So 
I would end up with the fried green tomatoes, the mahi, and and probably the golden anniversary flan for 65 bucks, John. So let's see what Wolfgang's offering for 65. How's that sound, John? All right. And so where was that? That was a paddlefish? Yeah, that was paddlefish. Okay. Wolfgang pucks. Let me show you what they're offering, John. Wolfgang is kicked butt too with food. Upon arrival, you get a grilled ciabatta with smoked tomato butter or or Maryland crab cakes with Old Bay aioli, John. I don't know, Doug. Uh, crab cakes or bread with butter? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go crab cakes. And then they have a mixed green salad and a baby gem Caesar salad. So uh, the entree is a pan-seared Florida red snapper, clams, and a spicy red shrimp spicy tomato broth barbecued trio tip sweet potato puree black eyed peas and a pickled okra and then fettuccine with wild mushroom and parmesan cheese the pan seared florida red snapper sounds pretty damn good with clams and and shrimp spicy tomato broth doesn't it that sounds really good okay and then you get a layered chocolate cake raspberry chocolate gelato and chocolate sauce or a Spanish cheesecake. John, I love the paddlefish with all my heart, but if I have to choose between these two menus, I'm eating the Wolfgang's, John. I think I am too, just based on the crab cakes and the uh, uh, red snapper. Yeah, I'm going to go crab cakes, red snapper, and a layered chocolate lava cake with gelato. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, I think that's a winner there. Yep, and this is $65. So I'm thinking that we, uh, I think we're choosing the same thing, John. All right, sounds good. Oh, you want to hear any of the other menus? Yeah, let's hear a couple of the other ones. Uh, give me the, uh, well, the Edison was a $65 two one. That's probably got the prime rib on it, which is actually really good. Okay. Uh, let's, yeah, let's go with the Edison. Okie dokie. Because all the menus are here, John. I'm pretty into these. You know how we are. Appetizer. Ap- what the hell's an appetizer, John? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, DB clothesline canadian bacon maple black pepper fruit mustardo sweet and spicy pickle fried calamari and creamy spinach cheese dip john i'm probably gonna go with the calamari myself well no i'll go with the candy bacon yeah the bacon is something special uh the the barolo barolo short ribs barlo red wine mushroom gravy Mashed potatoes and glazed rainbow carrots. That sounds really good, John. I do believe that might have been what I had at the time that we ate there. It was very good, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Okay, then you got the Edison Burger, which is the signature burger with beef blend of sirloin, short rib, and brisket topped with white cheddar, crispy onions, smoked bacon, house-made pickles, lettuce, tomato, and special sauce, and hand-cut fries. That sounds really good, too, Johnny. Yes, it does. And then you got a grilled salmon served with crushed marble roasted potatoes, braised Swiss chard, and bacon topped with citrus herb butter. That sounds really good, too, Johnny. And then dessert is a whipped cream of raspberry and then a triple chocolate voltage cake. Chocolate hazelnut cream, chocolate crunch, chocolate ganache, and raspberry, and then a shortbread. And I'll tell you what, we love the paddlefish, but I would probably choose the paddlefish third out of these three 65ers. 
Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think I'm still going with the. Well, I don't know. The Edison sounded really good too, but yeah, uh, the Wolfgang Pucks that snapper sounded the best. Oh, that's that's where I'm going. The red snapper. Well, let's see what this the city house poorhouse. John, have you eaten there yet? Uh, yes, I have. And what was your thoughts on that? Uh, surprisingly, the the food out inside um, and the beer wasn't nearly as expensive as the beer I got outside. And so I was kind of afraid because I'd gotten a beer there twice on the outside bar. And a high lie is going to run me $9, 10 $11 around most of Walt Disney World property. Uh, somewhere in that range, and I'm used to it. It is what it is. If you're going to out there and you're going to buy a beer, you're going to pay that price. The highlight at uh, at uh, the outside bar there was sixteen ninety five. Oh. Um, so I almost killed a twenty just freaking buying one beer. And so when we went inside to eat, I was prepared to spend a or to uh, uh, spend a whole lot. And the beer was nowhere. It was back to normal price, like nine ninety five. And the food wasn't nearly as as expensive as I was thinking it was going to be. And it was actually really good. Um, it was one of the places that I went and I met uh, Mr. Young Republican, my uh, nephew, Nick, and his family, my niece, Kara, and her husband, Ryan, and my nieces, uh, Maya and uh, Kayla. And so we all had dinner, and uh, Nick was just dying, just dying to uh, burn his new credit card. And so <laughs> he had to use his new credit card to pay for dinner yeah. for everybody. Hey, there you go. Good for the Young Republican. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, I will say, like, this menu is so big now, John, for the 45. You get a house salad, choose. You get your choice of appetizer. House salad, Caesar salad, pretzel bites, <coughs> popcorn chicken, Nashville hot or southern fried ranch dressing, buffalo chicken dip, or a Kung Pao cauliflower. So they got, like, six appetizers for you. Then the entrees are fish and chips. With Alaskan cod, which sounds pretty good. Uh, smoked barbecue ribs, John. Uh, which is hardwood smoked fully rack, full rack of baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce, spicy spicy maple, maple, maple bacon baked beans, macaroni and cream corn. You got a pan seared salmon with butternut squash, olive oil, poached fingerling potatoes, succotash, grilled corn, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, butternut squash, and grape tomato. That's a hell of a salmon there, John. That's a lot of stuff. Yep. And then you got a filet mignon sliders. You get two grilled filet medallions, caramelized, on caramelized onion, and a horseradish cream on a pretzel roll, John. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's what uh, half of the table actually had was uh, those uh, tenderloin sliders. Everybody was really impressed with them. They actually did a good job of cooking them to, to temp, too. So. Then they got a Tex-Mex mac and cheese with pepper jack cheese and crispy tortilla strips. That sounds pretty good. And then they got ahi tuna tacos, John. And then they got dessert, key lime pie, and a brownie sundae. So I'll tell you what, for 45 bucks, this ain't a bad deal either, is it, John? No, no, not at all. And, you know, let's uh, give uh, one more shot. We'll go over to Enzo's Hideaway. How about that? There you go. Uh, uh, we'll try uh, the Primi course. Arata Caprici, tomatoes, basil, extra virgin olive oil, sea salt, and house focaccia bread. A Caesar salad, romaine lettuce, toasted ciabatta, parmesan, or cac... Whoa, there's a good one. Cacciacavala. Oh, I think that was, <laughs> I think that was right. 
damn, I'm, I'm trying to remember back from my uh, primaline days. Uh, Sicilian cheese fritters and spicy marinara. So okay. that's your appetizers. Uh, which one are you getting there? I would have to go with the cacciavellola for potato for tea. <laughs> I'd go with the fritte, the with the Sicilian cheese. I would like to try that. Yeah, Sicilian cheese fritters. That sounds pretty tasty, doesn't it? But mm. I always like a, I always like a barotic priest. Uh, yeah, 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 that'd be hard. One. Um, uh, main course would be ravioli formaggi, ricotta filled egg pasta, pomodoro, house pesto, pecorino romano, spaghetti al bel patetta, marinara meatballs, calabria cherry, parmesan basil, or pollo a la milanese. Lightly breaded chicken breast, maybe arugula, tomatoes, red onion, red wine vinaigrette vinaigrette and parmesan they all sound good too I would I would go with number two John I go on some uh, spaghetti and meatballs yeah I would I don't get that out often but I would like to try I've been into a we've gone to a couple places now with house meatballs that we go to the place around the corner now and cinder bar and they do these meatballs John with this pimento sauce they are out of this freaking world so. Yeah, that sounds sounds about the best to uh, me too. But uh, I probably once again would be disappointed because I I, I can do one thing really good not to make meatballs. So, <laughs> but uh, for dessert you can have a, uh, a Sicilian cannoli or a tiramisu. Uh, uh, this actually probably has my favorite dessert. I love tiramisu. I know so. you do. I was going to say Johnny, you're going with the tiramisu. Yeah. yeah. So. But no, this, I think this is a good deal. You get to see a good show and, and eat some dinner. I think that's a great time. Don't you? Yeah, and I haven't heard any reviews on that show, have you? No, not really. We're at the, I'm going to have to look at it. I'm going to have to watch it. I know somebody's uh, bootlegged it. I can watch it like Seinfeld on the TV. Yeah, and it, and it seems interesting. And I love the fact that they finally get a Disney um, uh, attachment to yeah. it now. You know, I mean, it makes sense that you're on Disney property, you're going to have something to do with Disney, and so they have it dealing with some of the uh, animated features, so it's got to be pretty interesting. So, Yeah, and I will say, like, even this parody, this Terralina, John, everybody gives good reviews to that. Uh, they have a seafood fettuccine with fresh mus- fresh mussels, shrimp, scallop, spicy lemon, tomato broth, and a grilled baguette. That's good to me. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, spaghetti bolognese, and then they have a catch of the day. I hate the catch of the day. We all know that. But <laughs> tell me what fish it is, please. Yes, but I'm really. It, it's almost always going to be salmon, or uh, and nothing wrong with salmon. But if it's salmon, tell me what kind of salmon, and, and if it's fresh caught or not. Or more likely than not, it's tilapia. Yeah, which is not a catch of the day. That's your farmer's product of the day. Yeah, it's a tank of the day. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And then over, I'm not going to read all these, but over at like Splitsville, if you're into just finger, like good old regular deli, or like lunch food, cheeseburger deluxe, you got fish and chips, turkey club, blackened chicken Caesar, barbecued chicken flatbread, pepperoni bread, you can get some sushi with a California roll, which Bob, you know, says it's the best sushi on property, and then you got a yum yum roll, so... There's a lot of diversity here with these restaurants, and I don't. I think I wish Disney would do more of this. That's, these. This is one of the reasons why we want to move down there, John. Yeah, be able to go do stuff like this, take in dinner and show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like me and Brenda did yesterday. You know what I mean? I, dude, at the casino, I, I paid. We had we had uh, shrimp tacos, we had pork tacos, 
Brenda had a watermelon martini, a watermelon uh, margarita, and I had a a, a Dosecchi's. What do you think that came to? S uh, two orders of tacos and two drinks at the casino for uh, lunch. For lunch, I'm gonna say ninety-five dollars. <laughs> no, it, it ain't it ain't that bad, John. It was it was <laughs> it was fifty dollars for two tacos and two drinks. That's not cheap. It's not that yeah, but that's not that bad. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it it it's expensive, but you know that's uh, taking yeah. up Disney prices. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, it was a three. But that's my point. It was on par. I mean, Brenda's watermelon martini, uh, watermelon. Uh, no, I can't. Margarita was fifteen dollars, John. Yeah, yeah. My yeah, that's right on par. Yeah, my Delsecchi's was eight, and the tacos were twelve dollars a piece for three small tacos. Yeah. You know, twelve hours a you know a bunch of time. It wasn't horrible, but I'm just saying I I understand the food and stuff like that. That's why I don't complain about that much. It's just the other things that I complain about with Disney. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, we got our talking trash cans back at Epcot, John. I'd like to see that now if they only keep them clean. Yeah, that would be nice. So. Uh, Walt Disney Genie Plus has changed attractions. They've. They've actually added more to it. I think uh, Rem Remy now is on the regular Genie Plus instead of the Lightning Lane, John. Well, that would be nice. I want you to pay your one fee that you can get uh, Ratatouille. So. Yeah, you don't pay double. So they, that changes all the time. So guys, before you go, check into it. I know Guardians is still premier. Uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, they still don't give you for free, John. Uh, and Rise of the Resistance for sure. You're going to be paying for that until the parks go closed, probably, John. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. That and probably Flight of Passage and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I don't know why they really don't do it. Just put it up for auction each day. Like, try to raffle off $100 at each, each seat. Because they could get it from the idiots. You think I'm wrong? If they started at the front of the park and held, like, they had an auctioneer there. And auctioned off rides on the uh, seats on Rise of the Resistance. You don't think they could pop a hundred dollars a ride each day? Oh, probably. They're losing money, dude. I, I mean, if I the way I look at it is, if you're gonna become creeps and money grubbing like those two are, you might as well go do it all. I'll respect you more. Like really nail us good. So it kind of keeps me definitely away if you have to. Journey of yeah, you, what's that? Get to the get to the point where Doug's done with it, and then he'll be okay. Yeah, because we'll still do a podcast, John. Uh, Journey of Water inspired by Moana construction update continues. Anything new on that? Do you know of? No, I haven't seen anything um, uh, going on with it. I know the dump trucks are done driving in and out of our parking lot, so they must have got enough dirt in there for what they were doing. So that was annoying. But other than that, I haven't seen that much going on. So. Uh, well, there's more updates on that, but until it's done, I'm really not. I, I just want to know more about it, like what's what what's the deal is. Uh, here we go. These was Judas fun for a while. So pricing now available, John, for the upcoming Disney Not So Spooky Spectacular Dessert Party, which takes place each night during Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So if you're going to pay for the Halloween party, then you come in and you want to get some treats. Two parties are on offer. With fireworks, seating, and viewing at Tomorrowland Terrace for how much you think, John? 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't understand how so many people go on vacation. They must stack second mortgages out on their homes to be able to afford this. Oh, I think they run their credit cards up until it finally catches up to them, and then they realize. But it's kind of like Disney's like, like Disney's like the kind of like the local uh, bookie, John. They'll just keep letting you run credit. They don't care. And then when you go broke, they'll just disown you. That's why Disney and that Visa Chase card was like that was like. You know, that was a drug Match for people. Made in heaven. Yeah, it was. It was made like, yo, I get a dollar each one. I, I, I spent a thousand dollars. I get a buck. <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I got a free cupcake this year. Two parties are on offer, which, you know, two parties are on offer with seated fireworks viewing at Tomorrowland Terrace. What do you think that cost, John, if you didn't peak? $59.95. $115, John. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, that's an addition to your uh, yeah, park uh, ticket. party ticket that you paid. And, and really, if you do this, you're not an idiot. <laughs> you're really not. You're a good person. I'm behind you 100%. Dude, or with standing views from a reserve area on Main Street USA in the Plaza Gardens, what do you think they charge you for that, John? I was wrong with the 59, so this is standing, but I'm going to go I'm gonna go uh, 79 and no, Johnny. Come on, man. Only an idiot would pay seventy nine dollars. Ninety nine is what they're getting from you. Reservations are not open yet for either party, but begin on August 9th online. So for a hundred bucks, I get a couple of pieces of uh, a couple of cupcakes, a piece of chocolate, and I can go stand and watch the fireworks. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sure. Why not? Oh my god, but dude, it's so worth it. It includes tax and gratuity, John. Gratuity for what? (laughs) Well, you're grateful that they charge you an extra $115. You should tip them. Uh, I I don't know if they, they, I don't believe they serve you at these parties. I think it's like a buffet table set up. So, I mean, really, what gratuity are we including here? Oh, come on, John. Bob's and him need something. Time to check in the entrance to Tomorrowland Terrace is an hour and a half before the fireworks begin. View the park calendar and show times. Price $99, including tax and gratuity. I'm trying to see what you get with this dessert party, John. I don't see what you're getting. All I'm saying is they're making you pay $115 for a better view. Yeah, probably a couple of cupcakes. Oh, my God, John. I don't see what they're offering here. Uh, including a dessert buffet of sweets and sips at Tomorrowland Terrace Restaurant and views of the fireworks. For that, you spent a hundred... I'm sorry. My, my, I mean, there's something wrong with you. If you, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I would literally hand... I'd rather hand that $115 to a kid in the park, John, to be honest with you. Or the 100 bucks. Yeah, hey, you know you do that, then you'd go spend it on him going to the park. <laughs> well, I, I, it just, it just insane to me, John. Uh, what are the treats here, John? I look at the 2020 Night Party treats and news on Disney's Spooky Party. That what the treats they're handing out. We'll try to streamline this because I know you got to go soon, don't you? I got to get up at two thirty to. Yeah, we got to get you out of here. <laughs> Uh, Casey's Corner is a pain and panic hot dog, all beef hot dog, sweet and spicy, onion relish, 
on a sriracha mustard topped with spicy cheese flavor. You got to buy all this stuff. This is just the stuff they're offering, John. Uh, you know, they got a Bayou Burger at Pecos Bills. So you got a bunch of different things here, John, for this party, it, which is pretty cool. I guess specialized uh, items, but you got to, I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, you got to pay for them. So. Yeah, dude, they got a they got a hamburger and a hot dog. They got a hamburger with American cheese, pickles, and a hot dog sliced in half on top of it on a bun. Come on, ain't hasn't all of us? It's called Bayou Burger Hades Hot Dog, un Poco Loco Tots and Splending Fried Pie, Splend, Spellbinding Fried Pie. So, yeah, but they got a hot dog on a. Uh, hamburger roll with a hamburger on it i mean have you ever done that even in all your years at home uh i think i did try it at one time it was when i was a kid and i decided that's just too much going on i want either a hamburger or a hot dog i don't need them both at the same time exactly uh oh did you hear about the lady falling down the stairs at uh guardians of the galaxy no they said they've been having problems with this and it was a story i read and it's been from a few people i read it what they're saying is the I don't understand it either, which I do agree with them. Like, why is the, those stairs are pretty bad? The exit, aren't they, John? You've been on it, right? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I I remember walking down a couple of flights of stairs, but I don't know if I necessarily remember them being any worse than anywhere else that I've been to. Well, so. what they're trying to say is, which I and I'm not trying to blame Disney for anything here. I'm just I understand what could happen. Supposedly, the lady was dizzy and motion sick from getting off yeah, the ride. Yeah, and, I can see that, yeah. And the darkness and all, because it isn't like really super lighted where these stairs are because it's in the theming of the ride. Am I right? The exit is kind of dark. Yeah. Well, supposedly, they've had some problems with people getting sick and ill and not being able to make it down the steps. And this lady, the one lady fell down, fell and broke her, like, did something to her face and broke a couple things, John. Oof. So... The and the thing was is she was really dizzy and kind of lethargic after the ride, which I could get that. So Walt Disney World says goodbye to final remnants of its COVID nineteen protocol, John. You happy to be riding that bus with no mask? What's that now? I said it says Walt Disney World says goodbye yeah. to its final remnants of COVID nineteen safety protocol. So you're hundred percent still mask free on the bus, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have to wear the masks. But I, I think a good 20, 25% of our cast members still do wear the masks. And, you know, I mean, if you have the uh, wherewithal to actually do it, I wish I did because, like we, you know, we discussed, my wife has uh, chemotherapy every week, and I should, but it just drives me crazy. I just, I, I can't do it. I mean, so I come home, I jump right in the shower, and I uh, decontaminate myself before I see her. But I, honestly, I really should, dog. Um, just to be preventive, but yeah, I don't know. Wearing that mask is so freaking annoying. So, John, it's basically everywhere. I mean, we have more people, family members have gotten it again. I with guys on the job, people at my wife's work. It's, it's pretty much. And these are people wearing masks, not wearing masks. I just think you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's to the point now where it's. And I think there's enough medication, and everybody, everybody's got a couple of doses of. Uh, uh, the antibodies bodies in them and stuff like that. So hopefully it just becomes 
basically a, a cold symptom. Well, that's know? what it's, the one doctor on the, one of the shows I watch, he calls it the COVID cold now. If you have, yeah. if you've had it or you've been vaccinated, it's basically, it sucks, but it's just like anything else, allergies, a cold, the flu, you're going to get yeah, it and yeah. just, you're going to have to deal with it from here on out. Oh, Disney's making more money. Magic Band Plus charging cable is now available for purchase at Walt Disney World. So now you can buy a charging cable. Uh, travel back to the Roaring Twenties at the Edison Gatsby evening in this Labor Day weekend at Disney Springs. We've talked about this before, too. We like the idea of that, John. Yeah, that sounds easy. Uh, or <laughs> easy? <laughs> really uh, cool. You're speaking about flappers in the 20s, John. That's yeah, pretty bad yeah. of you there, buddy. Yeah, actually, one of the podcasts I do listen to, Doug, is called um, American History Tellers, and it's um, it does like five or six different episodes of uh, different eras and of American history, and tries to give you a a real on the ground perspective of what was happening at the time. And one of them was Prohibition, and so <laughs> I found it fascinating. And so, yeah, anything to do with uh, uh, speakeasies and prohibition and that, and that's what Enzo's is supposed to be all all themed around so yeah that would be kind of really cool to to go check into so yeah i mean and this for you john what you drink it would be well worth it general mission tickets are 150 per person which includes includes access to all food and all drink john oh i could knock down some wine 150 i ain't drinking bud light i'll tell you that now <laughs> well, 150. I mean, I'm not trying to say it's cheap, but 150 dollars a person with all the food and wine included—that—that's that, that, not a bad deal. 150. If they have some top shelf wine available, you could have three glass, two or three glasses, and you would uh, get your money back. You know. Yeah, so. and tables are available for two to four people. They are 500 for two persons, a thousand for four. With a, they have a, a dedicated server for you. So if you have, if you you know if you have that real Disney money where you buy everything that Doug calls you an idiot for, get that. Just keep there you go. Keep piling on. I'm trying to see what what the. Uh, they have some really good food here, John. I'm not going to read it, but it you know they have good food there. So it'll be a good time at the Edison, I think. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. We really enjoyed the Edison the time that we ate there. It's one of the places that we really wanted go to again i like the whole theme i like that steampunk type atmosphere so and uh i mean that is one thing that they actually did really really good job on is that whole theming of disney springs oh gorgeous i, mean, I, I love yeah, it you know in a way i do miss the especially the old disney store because i like the cheesiness a little bit um i love the characters from coming from the ceiling and all that type of stuff in the old disney store but the whole theming and the way that the there's a whole story to be told at Disney Springs now where it's, uh, uh, we all know it's BS, but nonetheless, you know, uh, a settler settled around the, the bubbling springs and all this type of stuff. It's, it's really interesting. And thank God it finally fits in with Florida because I am so sick and tired of hearing about California. Yes. All the time when I'm in Walt Disney World. Like, California this, California that, and blah, 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 California. No, 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 you're in Central Florida, so let's let's actually talk about Central Florida. And uh, springs are something uh, uh, that are very common in Central Florida, and it's the one place where we do have good, clean uh, water, uh, actually very cold water, too. So it's uh, the springs here are beautiful, so it's nice to see Disney actually celebrate something about it, about the state 
instead of re-theming it to California. No, I think they 100% hit a home run with uh, Disney Springs. I, there's nothing I yeah. wouldn't change about it. I think it's I perfect. Would, I, I think there's a couple of stores I'd like to see out there, you know, um, a little more akin to what I would think would be a little more um, accessible to a lot of the common uh, people out there. I, I you know, I really like the Star Wars store. I like the Marvel store and stuff like that. But I'd love to see um, a just a pop culture store, you know, with a lot of the pop figures and stuff like that. And I'd love to see a comic book in a sports uh, card shop. Yeah. Um, sports cards are really swinging back around. I hope um, so, dude. I got a whole attic full of them. They're becoming really popular again. And new ones are super expensive. I yeah. mean, super expensive, um, but yeah, it would be it would be really cool. I can spend an hour in a sports car shop just looking through things, you know. Uh, so I'd love to see a sports memorabilia shop out there in the NBA where the NBA experience was. So. I bet you I probably got thirty thousand cards or more up in my attic, John. I bet you do. I got a ton of them, dude. Football and baseball, and I got a yep. little bit of basketball and a little bit of hockey. But football and baseball cards, I got out the wazoo up there. I got two more pieces, a couple more pieces of news, and I'll let you go, John. All right, sounds good. They'll be quick. Full cast returns to Beauty and the Beast live on stage, which I think that is awesome. Yay! You know, I don't think that should go anywhere. I like Beauty and the Beast. I just wish, uh, I mean, I think it would be cool if they would set that stage up where they would rotate different shows. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I know uh, uh, somebody got on the bus the other day coming back from Hollywood Studios and she was uh, talking to her mother and she was going, can you believe that cast sits out there in those costumes the entire time and dances in that heat? Yeah. <laughs> we're pretty impressed with, especially the Beast costume, you know? I mean, whoo, he's got to be roasting. So. Yes. Uh, Walt Disney's plane prepares to be transferred to Anaheim for the D23 Expo. That pisses me off. I don't think that plane should leave Walt Disney World, in my opinion. And it's the one Walt flew to, to uh, flew into uh, Orlando to scout the areas. Yep. Yeah. Every time I seen that plane on the back lot tour, I got happy, smile yeah. on my face. And then there's yeah, a, that's that's, guys. that's definitely one thing I, I totally miss about Hollywood Studios was that back lot tour. I mean, I was—I grew up watching Golden Girls with my mom, so I always got a kick out of seeing that. It was fascinating seeing the construction shop, the the garment shop, all that stuff. Was oh. neat, you know, Tim the Toolman Towers uh, lawnmower was made my yeah. day, John. Yep, yep. And I miss Tool Time the show. Remember that? I still have. You know what I uh, wore the last time we went to Epcot was my Benford Tools muscle shirt that I bought. <laughs> Dude, you were showing <laughs> some guns too, ago. aren't you? Uh, what's that? You were showing some guns, weren't you? <laughs> I might have a little bit of arms. <laughs> yeah, no, I love Tool Time, man. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, and last but not least, John, did you hear about this this week? Walt Disney World bus involved in car accident? No, I didn't hear about the latest one. It does happen, obviously, but no, I didn't hear about this one. Uh, Walt Disney World bus was involved in an accident with a smaller car last night while traveling southbound on Seven Seas Drive. You know where that is, John? Uh, Seven Seas is the one that goes in front of the Ticket and Transportation Center. Uh, the incident occurred before 10.30 p.m. And it happened 
to be a passing through the area. They did not witness the accident occur, but it appears the bus has smashed into a car. Emergency service was on the scene. So this happened a couple of days ago, John. I just didn't know if you heard anything about it. You know, honestly, Doug, there's a crash that happens probably on average once a day, um, and a serious one that probably happens every 10 days or so. Um, yeah, there's quite a few, and if uh, somebody happens to be out there and take pictures, it's going to make uh, <laughs> news reports. So. It was I mean, actually the... last night, John, August 6th. It was last night okay. at 1030. So. Yeah. yeah, even the one that I was involved with made it somewhere. to, uh, And that chick actually, uh, no, okay, uh, uh, young lady. Yeah, well, you might even get in trouble <laughs> for calling her a young lady, John. All right, that woman. How yeah. about that? No, okay. person, John. you got to say person. Okay. A uh, person of the female persuasion? No, just person, it, it, okay. to be politically correct. But, yeah, it was a young female. Or, or actually, Doug, no, to take your phraseology, and this one makes that actually a lot more sense, that idiot. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> See, I, hey, I am politically correct, John. I use the word for everybody. <laughs> that idiot that hit me, um, she filed a complaint with her insurance company, uh, her insurance company uh, saying that I crashed into her. I was in my lane. There's no way that I, <laughs> and we have video. Um, so uh, she filed a complaint. Their insurance agency called Disney's insurance agent, and he called my leader. Uh, my leader sent over the video, and then they just had a big chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even understand. And actually, uh, from what I've heard, yeah, you're covering your mouth company. again, John. Go ahead. Her insurance company is going to go after her for trying to defraud the insurance company. Well, good so, for them. Yeah, I mean, seriously, you know, if you screwed up, you screwed up. Just, just pay tax. So, now before I let you go, one last beautiful thing to talk about. Did you have you seen the new paint scheme? One of the first friendship boats has been released, and the paint job looks beautiful, John. What color is it? They're actually red, white, and blue. Yes, I have seen that one. That one uh, is going between Hollywood Studios and the uh, Epcot Resorts. Yep, it's white on the bottom with like a blue thin stripe on the on the main body. And then the cab is all red and then the top of the cab is blue. I think it's absolutely gorgeous and I'm glad. I'm, I like to see the American colors displayed, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I did see that. It was pulling into Hollywood Studios yesterday. It looks very nice. Yeah, so. it looks beautiful. So, John, we've been here, there, and everywhere today. I had some more things to talk about, but I want to let you get home. So, well, real, real quick, let's give a, a Lisa recap. We talked about her earlier, meet between me and you, but uh, we'll let everybody else know. Uh, she's got another dose of chemo on Tuesday. Um, so Thursday and Friday will be her bad days, where she feels like utter warmed over crap um so see that's but, where the doll baby of you would have come in perfect she could have stuck it with pins to get her yeah, frustration uh, out feel a little better so uh, but otherwise she's doing really good the infection's gone from the incision site uh, stitches are awesome out. um now all that's doing pretty well so and uh because uh, granted she is uh close to my age but uh, for this type of stuff she's actually pretty young so uh her cancer doctor actually moved up the treatments instead of every three weeks they're gonna be every two weeks now um so uh once she gets this one done tuesday she'll only have two more of those and then she'll have four of the single doses uh so everything's looking good there and uh i treated myself this week doug um i can't go to any of the four parks 
but I got off at 1.30 or 12.30 and I went to one of the water parks. I went over to Typhoon Lagoon for two hours. Awesome. How was that, John? Very, very crowded. Uh, but I, I mean, I say that, but in three hours, I went the way full twice. I did one round and around on the lazy river type uh, thing, and I rode three water slides. So I guess all in all, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's just, you know, Doug, if you're standing in line by yourself at mm-hmm. somewhere and uh, the queue is fairly boring, what are you going to do? You're going to play on your phone, right? Yeah. Probably. Uh, well, you can't do that at a water park, can you? No, you can't. <laughs> so I got real bored real quick. So, but other than that, yeah, it was it was a really nice time. Uh, they do a good job of keeping that water park really clean. Uh, I didn't see anything disgusting, so I was really happy. So, but uh, yeah, it was really nice. Uh, well, that's awesome, Leashy. You and you got that for free, right? Yeah, yeah, got in there totally for free. And this is uh. Uh, like I was telling my son, something that uh, I can do, and I didn't have to spend any money. So, yeah. I mean, normally I would have to go and buy me a beer or two and uh, some souvenirs. I didn't buy anything, nothing at all. Well, so maybe one of these days you can get JJ to go with you. I, I can't get either one of them in the whole for people. Neither one. So. Uh, well, when I moved down there, John, me and you could look like two old knuckle-hold idiots roaming through there. <laughs> uh, I'm already all by myself, so I might as well have another idiot with me. So. Yes, exactly. But I'm glad you did that. It's something you could do to get your mind off things for a couple hours. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Everybody was content at home, so might as well go have fun for a couple hours. So. Now you deserve it. You're, you work every day. You've been through a lot of stress. It, sometimes you just need it to blow off. That's how my wife also for my birthday with the, you know how I'm into this, uh, the simulating racing now. She bought me the upgraded pedals, John. Man, which is incredible. Look at you, highfalutin. Woo. Yes, and dude, very first, after three laps, I was almost a second lap faster. So that was awesome. So they do work a lot better. So very nice. I'm, I'm enjoying That's how I get my uh, an hour here or there during the week. I can't do it long, but at least it takes my mind off things for an hour or two. So I'm happy exactly. for you. And then last, last but not least, what's going on with our football league? When are we scheduling the draft? And, I'm gonna schedule a draft. And how many people responded that they're in? I'm checking. I think I had 12 out of 14, so I got to go check the other two um, and double check with them. And then we may have openings for a couple of people if other people are interested. Uh, well, if two drop out, John, and we're back to 12, I say we keep it at 12. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, but anyway, I have spoken, uh, John. <laughs> hey, hey, this is my baby. This is my baby. Well. So, uh, 14, you got to end up starting the ball, boy. You don't even have any work to do. Uh, complaint, complaint, complaint. Yeah. Um, I'm going to schedule, we're going to schedule a draft between uh, the last preseason game and the kickoff game once that on Thursday night, I think. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably schedule it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday night, and probably around 6 o'clock. So. Okay, that sounds good. Just keep us posted, Johnny. Sounds good. Alright, safe trip. Please, everybody, be kind to one another. And again, if you want to call me out, I appreciate being called out. And I, again, I love all you guys. I'm, when I say a lot of this stuff, it's just me being me. I'm very emotional. I get crazy about things, but it isn't that I don't care. But even if you don't like what I say, anything you guys can do to leave us reviewed, comment with us, interact with the show. You know, say Doug is handsome and John's a knucklehead. We might even believe that every once in a while. But any response is a good response. We don't we don't get mad at anything. I'm not. I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time to 
interact with us. Right, John? Absolutely. Doug may act like he's mad, but I don't know if I've actually really seen him upset. (laughs) (laughs) He sounds upset half the time, but half the time he's got a grin on his face. Yeah, I'm just telling you how I feel. It doesn't mean I... It doesn't mean I'm angry, angry. I mean, you ain't seen me lose it yet, John. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm more kind than I am mean. It's just, I appreciate you reaching out. It takes time, and, and we like the interaction with the show. So thank you. It's a Jersey thing. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's a Jersey and a dog thing. But, <laughs> Jody, we really, really appreciate you going back and forth with us. And John even jumped into that, which freaked me out. when I'm like, I didn't answer that way on that one. Well, she had she had said something to me too, so I was like, okay, well, I'll respond. So okay. I didn't know it was gonna I didn't know it was gonna go to uh, as one feedback. You know, I thought it was gonna say Doug responded this way and yes. John responded that way. So, yeah, but it didn't. So. No, it was all from our account. I'm like, did I say yeah. that? Because I was actually racing when she responded to me. So <laughs> I was in between races. If I was in the pits when I answered the one time, and then I picked it up again. I said I didn't say that, and it was you. <laughs> So I had to call John up and say, hey, are you responding to this or am I losing my cotton pit and picking mine? Ghost in the machine. Yes. But be careful. Careful. Give Lisa our love, John. You bet. All right. Thanks, guys. Say goodbye. Bye-bye, folks, and fold your strollers. Fold your strollers. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.